Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's time. Or we're on now with uh, I got Poseidon and Alex Takanikis from Chicago uh, live streaming. Uh, instead of working on his comedy right now, he decided to take a break, download some video games, doing what the rest of us are doing, and just oh, hell yeah, man. It's, fucking it's playing. Shut down over here. There is no comedy over here. It's either you get on the internet or you just don't do it. The, all the comedy clubs are closed. All the bars are closed. Where are we going to do it? Everywhere. Same thing everywhere, dude. There's no... There, what are you going to do? It's, it's, we're fucking stuck now. So There's uh, one cat I know. He's been doing it in his driveway. Just like going outside and like doing it in his driveway for like the neighborhood or whatever. And he got put in the Chicago Tribune. What? And I'm just like... I'm just like, good for you, but at the same time, what? <laughs> what What happened here? What do you mean in his driveway? He's going out on his front porch and just and just doing comedy for whoever walks by. You know? That's fucking I guess. Keeping and, their uh, social distance. I was, I, was I was like, yo, let me check out a show. How much for tickets? You know? Uh-huh. That must suck. So it's just a guy yelling. It seems like it, but you know, good for him. Good for trying. He got in the Chicago Tribune from it. Keep going, keep pedaling away. Hopefully, it'll turn into something for him when this is all over. Because I know I ain't doing shit. I haven't fucking. I've been writing, and that's it. I haven't been fucking producing or putting out dick for content. Oh, I've been uh, doubling up on podcasts now. Just doing a lot of podcasts. Obviously, still writing, but uh, just getting podcasts out, bro. Just to get something out there so people don't forget about you. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Unlike Poseidon, look at him. He he's out and about. He's in the central world. Poseidon, show us the airport. It's empty, bro. It's empty. Look behind me. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna flip the camera. Hold on. Flip the cam, yeah. Doug. Oh, there he is. This is the parking lot, bro. Yo, go widescreen. Turn your turn your camera around. There we go. Look at this. Completely empty, bro. So and normally that's full. This is full. There's one douchebag all the way down there. Mm-hmm. Go go rape like, him. <laughs> but even here, look at this shit. Look. Are you the TSA of Canada? Is that what He's the only TSA of Canada. It's I'm, just I'm him. The, I'm, the, I'm the front line defense, bro. Yeah. Oh my god. That's who we have defending the country right now. It's Poseidon. That's why I keep telling Trump, dude. It's it's the easiest. Just go north. What do you keep worrying about South for? Let's just take Canada already. Well, I think what's happening now, we're, we're getting into an argument because uh, the U.S. is stationing troops on the border. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're not trying to take over, dude. I think they're trying to make sure that nobody uh, comes in from Canada. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Your that meth sense. is laced with COVID-19. Yeah, so that's why. Worried that He's worried about drug users. He doesn't want them to get sick. It is. Let me ask you, Chicago, how are you guys handling? Because um, you guys have a lot of deaths due to gang-related violence already. I heard that this reduced the death rate. Gangsters are staying in and less people are getting shot. Yeah, I mean, probably. They they put us on lockdown like we're little kids. Uh, 
they shut down uh, the beaches yesterday because they were like, all right, guys, you have to go in by five, but you can still go for walks. You can still do this. And these motherfuckers are like playing basketball and hanging out at the beach together. Some dudes were shirtless doing pull-ups on like the monkey bars at like a kid's <laughs> playground and shit. We can't have nothing nice in this goddamn city because there's always motherfuckers taking advantage. All right. They let us go. They're like, all right, you guys get a day, a few days off, go for a walk or something. And now they're like, all right, sorry, we closed all the parks and the lakefront. The whole lakefront is shut down because a bunch of people wanted to go shirtless on the first 50 degree day of the year. They couldn't help themselves. Couldn't help themselves. Wait, hold on a second. You guys have beaches in Chicago? Yeah, we got a huge lake. We have Lake Michigan all on, all on the east of us. Why do you guys call it a beach? It's a fucking lake. No. So so right now, how, how do they enforce the lockdown? Is there any penalties if they catch you outside? There's only been one person that's gotten a ticket in the city. Was he black? Cops are going around. I don't know. I don't know. It's but probably cops black. Are going around and uh, and uh, get like telling people like get the fuck out of here, go inside. The mayor is driving around, and she, I don't know if you ever seen a picture. Look up, pull up a picture of our mayor if you can. She's hilarious. She's adorable. Mayor, Mayor of Lori Lightfoot. Chicago. Oh, I see her. Oh, she's like a little person. <laughs> she's like a tiny <laughs> little, tiny little mayor. Oh wait, if that's the mayor and she's driving around, she's getting driven around, I suppose, because I don't think they make unless she's in like a smart car. I don't think they make cars for her little legs. God damn, dude! What in the fuck is happening in the world? You you know what I find funny? I find that uh, I've been watching a lot of different comics trying to. Um, they're scrambling. They're like, I got to get a podcast started. It's like, this isn't the time to get it started, especially when they don't have the equipment. Like, they don't even have microphones. And they're just going on Instagram Live a lot. And I was like, ah, oh, guys, this is, it's not going to bring anything to your brand. It's going to reduce it. Because people get, you notice this shit. I was talking with uh, E-Rock yesterday about this. Uh, you notice that people who go on Instagram Live now and they're trying to turn into a podcast don't realize that they're going on for too long. Because on Instagram Live, you don't have the best quality. So people don't want to sit there for an hour. Right to see your phone shaking. It's like Poseidon the way he is right now, but they do that for an hour while yelling. Poseidon's got that TikTok. We got the different vibes right now. I got the Twitch vibe. <laughs> yeah. Shit, your camera. You're focusing more on the game. You got the fucking. You got the podcast, the live shit going. Pantel's got. Uh, Poseidon's got the TikTok going. Right <laughs> it's now. true. TikTok life down there. Poseidon, do a TikTok dance for us. Yeah. How, what's do a TikTok Fortnite. dance? Any Fortnite. dance you make it up, it'll it'll Fortnite. go viral. Yeah. There you go. Oh, make Poseidon go oh, oh, there's people behind you. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo, go, go ask them who they are. Ask them, Poseidon, ask them who they are. Are you essential? Ask them who they are. Like, how, how are they enjoying themselves here? And why are they wearing shorts? They're travelers? Where are they from? Yeah. I don't know. Are they time travelers? Should I, should I ask where they're from? Yeah, just they're going to be so weird out. They're going to be like, these Canadians are just fucking dancing. The, the airport's dead. This guy's dancing on represent, TikTok. Bro. Yeah, represent. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Bonjour. Where are you from? Hi. Where are you from? Excuse me. France? Oh, they're French from France. Tell them to stay the fuck out of our country. <laughs> yeah, go the fuck back home. <laughs> Tell them to stay the He's fuck out of Canada. He's running away. Running, bro. <laughs> run, run. Oh, yeah, they came from a corona place. Oh, yeah. Tell them this is Quebec, bro. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they, they walk around like nothing's the matter. So yeah, many bro. people are just uh, walking around like it doesn't it doesn't matter at all. And, and then they're they're complaining about why this fucking lockdown is extended. 
Mm-hmm. Poseidon, why are you giving us dick sucking view? <laughs> well, I got pissed off at people today. You you get pissed off at? Oh, hey, you went to the bank. What the fuck happened there? Yeah. So like, I just went to go pull out money at the ATM. ATM blues. And uh, people don't know about social distancing. <laughs> so everyone is packed up like sardines, waiting in fucking line. And I show up. You started yelling. I keep a meter distance from the guy in front of me. But then the guy behind me comes, stick, gets real close to me, like right behind me. I go to him, uh, can I fucking help you? And he just looks at me. He doesn't say anything. So I go, you do realize you're supposed to keep a meter away, right? Still staring at me. I go, can you back the fuck up, please? Here's what he happened. Panicked. Here's what happened. Here's what happened. He was American. He doesn't understand what the fuck a meter is. What's right? he? <laughs> to say six feet, bro. <laughs> I don't know what six that is. Feet. <laughs> what was he? Was he an American? No, he was Punjabi. Okay, that also makes sense. They don't understand what social distancing is. Yeah, so I told him. To, so I, I, I freaked out on him. Told him to back the fuck up, and he backed up. God damn, dude. Yeah, and then. The, yeah. And then the lady at the bank started screaming at people to keep a meter like distance. Yeah. And uh, and no one was listening. So I got pissed off. I go to look, can I just please pull out money because these people are idiots? And uh, she's like, okay, yeah, sure, come. So, yeah, of course, that makes total sense. These guys are morons. Because I was the yeah. only one with like a meter on each side distance. You know? And everyone else Did you have was gloves like, on or like a mask or anything? I had gloves on. Okay. But why were they all scared to be close to you? Like the people in front of you, you were keeping your distance. But what about the people yeah. behind you? I forced them to stay be a, a meter away. It's I your raw sexuality, Poseidon. They couldn't <laughs> fucking stay away from you, bro. You just have this yeah. like magnetism for Punjabi guys to come yeah. up on you from yeah. behind. P- the Punjabi community loves Poseidon. It's a well-known fact. Here, oh, here in Montreal, he's he's the Punjabi prince. <laughs> Fucking guy. So, how do you feel you at know, the airport right now? Does it feel like I am legend? Uh, a bit, yes. Especially at night. Have you yo. been doing parkour? Oh yeah, have you been doing parkour? Parkour, just no, jumping over but, shit. Uh, I've been, I've been walking around, you know, trying to stay healthy, trying to keep, uh, you know. Oh, exercise. Yeah, that's smart, dude. Yeah, walking around. I walked around a lot yesterday, and you know, and uh, so yeah. That's, that's a big it. thing. Are people no. working out during this? Are they exercising? A lot of people well, are like, I'm going to come out of this way better shape. I see a lot of people being fat as fuck. Yo, I'm going to get so thing, fat in here, dude. <laughs> there's there's going to be three kinds. There's going to be those that become obese, mm-hmm. those that become alcoholics, and those that become fitter. Mm. I'm not going to be able to fit in any of my clothes once this is done. <laughs> I'm just eating all the time. I started, uh, I got a yoga mat, so I started like just doing exercises on it and shit. Like, but you know, you get lazy. I should do it more often. No. That's the thing. If you don't like regiment yourself, like, all right, an hour in the morning, you know, an hour at night, I got to do something. I got to do something. sitting here getting this hemorrhoid. What are you this, Well, this do? fucking building has a gym downstairs, but they closed it off during this. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> when they said you closed down gyms, they meant businesses. They didn't mean the fucking building gym, you clowns. <clears throat> go in there and just steal a weight and, like, go back upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what I want? I just want the treadmill. I just want to run because I don't want to run outside. It's still a little cold, and I don't want to see people. Um, so I just want to run on the treadmill. That's all I want. I don't know. My cousin was rubbing it in my face because uh, where he lives, he's got a pool at his house in uh, Houston live? in Texas. And he's like, okay. dude, it's like 80 degrees here. I think I might do work from home by the pool today. I was like, oh, well, why don't you just go fuck yourself? Because we were outside shirtless because it was 50 degrees yesterday. Oh, yeah, dude, in Texas, first of all, I have a lot of friends, people I work with right now that are in Texas. 
Um, and uh, I, it's like they're not taking this shit seriously. Like, they're, they're doing the home quarantine thing, but they're all like, yeah, it's fucking hot here. We're going to walk around a bit. We don't give a shit. <laughs> here, it's added because yeah. it's on lockdown, and it's still a little cold, so you feel kind of miserable, so you're like, I'll just stay in. But I guarantee you, Poseidon, if the weather shapes up, we won't be able to keep people indoors. Yeah. They'll start walking around, and yeah. the government here said they're going to start putting people in jail. Yeah. Uh, I heard I heard today that they're going to put, like, you won't be able to exit the city. They're going to close down some bridges. Like, you won't be able to go to the South Shore. Who the Did fuck you told you that? Like that? Let me guess. Your father called you and gave you another conspiracy theory. <laughs> Is that what yeah. happened? Oh, shit. Yeah. What you guys' Canadian conspiracy theories on this? Because I've heard some fucking wild ones. Dude, I have heard everything from this was uh, planned in order to yeah. reduce the population of the world. Then I heard this was planned in order to bring on one world government. I've heard all the craziest shit. And I'll tell you what's real. What's real is that this was not planned. However, they are going to use this as an excuse to do whatever the fuck they want in any country. Like our guy now oh, yeah. just took like emergency powers. So he's allowed to um, basically create new laws or create new taxes as he sees fit. And people are like, oh, well, if, if he taxes us more now, after this is all done, They'll, they'll get rid of the tax, but of course they won't. We're still paying. Our federal income tax came into existence in 1918. It was meant to be uh, temporary to help our efforts in World War One. Yeah, <laughs> dude, look at tollways. It never goes away. were only invented to help with the war effort. And then they're like, we'll take the tollways out as soon as it's done. Bullshit. They took out the yeah. tollways, bro. Oh, yeah, dude. so they use shit like this to implement more measures. Yeah, they didn't make this I, happen. I agree with you on that. They didn't make this happen, but they, I think they're not letting it go to waste. No, what we're saying is not. I don't think it was a planned attack. I've heard all kinds of crazy shit like oh, this. Yeah. They only did this to 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 fuck up the real estate market by killing off all the old people. So now the houses become available. God, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, that is absurd. Yeah. Or like it was. I don't know. Whatever. They were like I, blaming U.S. soldiers who came to China and gave it to the Chinese. The, Chinese, the Chinese said that in the beginning, but like that. that was quickly uh, debunked. Yeah. Yeah. So I, heard, what, I, heard, I think what we're seeing right now is we're seeing how bad they're handling the whole situation because they knew about this was going to happen for like a month or two and they didn't do anything about it. Yeah. And now we're going to see how they're just going to take advantage of the situation because if you saw what they're doing in America with the stimulus package and shit like that, they're just giving a fuck ton of money. To like the Treasury Department slush I fund. I saw that. Yeah, they're giving it to like businesses. They're trying to. They're going to try to bail out Boeing. I know they're going to try to bail out the big fucking airlines and shit again. Look, there's certain like I understand helping the people, but there's certain businesses that need to fuck off, right? If they if they can't make it, like you know they can. They're just they just don't want to have the losses carrying over. That's all they're trying to. Why don't to... they have three months worth of savings? Yeah, like, exactly. No, no, but that's why. Savings? Why are the regular people supposed to save? And you're telling me a billion-dollar industry doesn't? It, it's nonsense. And and all the all the politicians are fucking crazy because I even saw Cortez, AOC. She's, she's getting yeah. mad because um, they're not figuring out a way to give cash money to illegals during this. It's like, what? What? Why would they I get the cash? The cash money should be for fucking citizens who are paying taxes this whole time. Yeah. And they're I not even getting cash. They're all getting checks. Uh, <gasps> uh, everyone's affected by this. But listen, man, you know, the thing is like, uh, we're, we're, America rides on the back of those illegal immigrants. They do. Know, work for. But how do you, let me ask how do you calculate that right now and make that's sure not, nobody that's, that's fucks you over? It, it's how too... do you calculate some like we're doing this based off the census, right? Yeah. If, if they're all hiding from the census, how can we accurately calculate how much to give everybody or it, how much there is to give? Yeah. That, well, that's the other thing is where's the money going to come from? Because right now they're just printing money out of nowhere. And in Canada, same thing. I'm, I'm very nervous because our guy, I know what he's going to do. 
And I mean, it's a good strategy because basically the last couple of years, Trudeau fucked up the economy. He ran up the deficit. He doesn't know what he's, they don't know what they're doing. They're just trying their best and they're wasting a lot of money. So now what I think is going to happen is they're going to add a new tax soon and be like, well, we had to pay for all that shit during the, the crisis. So we need tax dollars to fund it. But that tax is going to stay because he needs to make up for all the money he lost for the past four years. Yeah. So that's what's going to end up happening to us. Some shit's going to disappear, if you know what I mean. Man. Oh, yeah. Some people yeah. are going to disappear. <laughs> they dropped $1.5 trillion into the U.S. economy the other day, and it instantly disappeared. Yeah. God damn. And I was like, I was like, trillion did, you, did you say it with a T? T with a, tr- a trillion with a T? Yeah. And I'm like, well, how does it disappear, man? Where the fuck does it go? Yeah. And it's all nonsense. It's all it's all shit you can't pay back, especially because they're they're printing money from, I think, the, so the Federal Reserve right now, they, they, they're not lowering the interest rate to the country that they're making the money for, right? So it's all shit you can't actually ever pay back. That's why I think these taxes always end up staying, like, let's say, World War One. Mm-hmm. Because you can't pay back the central bank, right? Because you need to print more money because they're not making it. The government's not making it. We make stuff and then they tax us. So you yeah. just keep printing money and then the interest, you can never pay it back. So you're just printing more, printing more. It's fucking crazy. It's, it, we're going to eat it in the end. What a strong leader would do is go to China and be like, look, we need reparations. You need to pay something since you fucked us. You know, since you hid this from everyone, you fucking silenced that, whistleblowers. Yeah, but no one has the balls to do that because they, they control manufacturing. So no one's going to do not it. Not only control manufacturing, which is actually, I think there's going to be a huge shift after this. I think a lot of manufacturing is going to come back to the States. It's going to come back to Canada because people are not going to trust Chinese pr- products for a long time after this, especially the Chinese market dipped like a motherfucker. And uh, that's where a lot of the economy, like, what is it? The thing was, it was like 30,000 millionaires stopped being millionaires because of the whole economic collapse we lost thirty thousand millionaires oh wow god damn yeah. because money's just gone bro yeah it's just a lot of people are are technically millionaires because of their, their their worth in like not just the market but what like their homes are worth what their stocks are worth this and that yeah. and if it's gone if it just disappears boom like that like the economy people stop working for a couple of days a week a month shit Dude. are they gonna make millions out of truck drivers well, one of my one of my buddies which they should fucking truck drivers work hard but one, one yeah. of my buddies um he do, he's a day trader that's what he does i'm gonna bring him on the show soon to talk about the effects of this i think he had told me when this hit the fan two weeks ago i think he lost half his value mm-hmm. so all basically all the money that he had that wasn't liquid that he it was all in the market and he got fucking raped and then he's like yeah i gotta i gotta stop yeah. for a couple of days he goes because thank god i had half my money out because I would have been broke right now. So a lot of people, they kept most broke. of their, their savings. They just put it in stocks. And they lost everything the past couple of weeks. They got nothing. No. Well, it was a bear market for 11 years. You know, it was going up, 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 up. The thing is, though, a lot there were, people saw this coming. Like my friend, he saw this coming. He took a day off of work. He's like, yo, boss, I'm not coming in today. I'm day trading all day. And he made a fuck ton of money. <laughs> because all he did was wait for shit to drop and then come back up. Wait for shit to drop and then come back up. And now he's just buying shit at like rock bottom prices because it has to go back up eventually. Like yeah. the economy's gonna come back eventually. Who knows when though? Um, because this isn't like nine eleven. This like when the last time. The sh- no, what was it? Was it nine? Prices? It was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Yeah, and so it's been like eleven years, and normally the bubble would have popped by now, but it wouldn't have been as big, you know. But now everything so- got fucked. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I mean, I don't have any liquid assets other than, I mean, I'm all liquid. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
Literally, uh, all, all my liquidity is in this fucking cup right now. Dude, I bought a case of Fiji and a case of Mexican Coke, and that was not in style. You know, I'm not, I'm not going out like some peasant. Don't worry, bro. Me and Poseidon have invested in Magic the Gathering trading cards. We're good. <laughs> my, my, all my liquidity is in my balls. Wait, Lotus, would you, <laughs> all the liquidity in your balls you said yo so yeah. you, you were saying something earlier that made me laugh uh, Alex about there's a Chicago comic who said fuck it I'm gonna keep doing stand up from my driveway yeah and at least he made the paper He, dude he made the paper he's a really nice guy I hope the best for him but I was just like what I was just like really and you know that's dedication because a lot of us were just like oh we're just gonna do radio shows we're just gonna do this or that this guy's like nah fuck that I have a speaker. I have a microphone. People are gonna hear me. It's. Oh, we're it, losing. We're losing you, Alex. You're, we're, we're getting your internet. It, all right. Oh, the, your connection's fucked up. Nah, I'm sorry. Yeah, my internet is garbage. Uh. Anyways, you I'm good again? Yeah, you're good again. Stop fucking okay. streaming videos. <laughs> I got everything else off. Um. No, nah, man. At least he's doing something, and he's got a speaker. He's yeah. holding everybody hostage. You know. The, He's a fucking terrorist. Huh? The neighborhood, just like comedians should. We go to a party. You know any comedy shows I've done? They didn't know there was going to be a comedy show there. I, I, dude, that was always the brutal thing that I fucking hate. It's when people are trying to eat their dinner and then you go up there, you're like, what's the deal with blowjobs? And like, son of a bitch. Son <laughs> of a fucking bitch. I'm just trying to eat my burger here. Worst show I ever had was in a bar called this. Uh, I'm not going to name the bar, but it was in Des Plaines, Illinois. They didn't tell the people there was going to be a con. <laughs> we, keep, we keep losing you, Alex. <laughs> all we heard is they didn't tell people there was oh, going to be no, a cock. That's it. That's all we heard. Yeah. Oh, man. All what right. is going on with my internet here? Just try it again, though, because I'm curious. This story sounds like it's going to be good. Do, do a speed test. Yeah, but he's just going to know the speed. It's, he's not going to help him. Make <laughs> yeah, it I faster. can't control the speed. I'm not the flash. <laughs> he's just going to know how, 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 how fast he's going, but that's it. It ain't gonna help, Poseidon. Okay, all right. Can oh, you guys, shit. is it good now? Is it good now? Yeah. Oh, I, as long as I mean, I don't even care about the video. It's mostly the audio. As long as people can hear us, that's all they yeah. give a shit about. Okay. So I was in a, I was at a bar. Oh, you still there? How the, the fuck do we keep losing on. him? You know what? Turn off your video for a second while you while you tell the the story. Let's see if that helps. Let's see with no video. Okay. okay. Can you hear me at least? I hear you. Yeah. Okay, it says my internet speed is fast. <laughs> Anyways, all right, so I'm there. They don't turn off the TVs. I get on, the, the host is like, how long do you want me to do? I was like, dude, just do two minutes so we can get the fuck out of here. All right, he goes up, does two minutes. Nobody gives a fuck. Awesome. I get on stage. There's a guy with his back to me. I immediately ask him, like, hey, man, do you mind turning around and watching the show so that, like, uh, you know, I, he can respect me in a little bit? He's like, nah, I'm good. And had his back turned to me the whole show while he watched reruns of bowling. Okay, not oh. even live bowling, reruns <laughs> of bowling. Okay, Yo, how hardcore is the bowling community? Oh, I don't fucking know that. It, like reruns are getting this guy harder than my comedy is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm doing my bits, and they're not. I, I decided to do like newer stuff. I was not like worked out stuff. I was doing this bit about how I'm like banned from this one strip club. Because the stripper tried to fight me one time. Physically? Okay. Yes, physically she tried to fight me. I like where this is going. Oh, shit. I want to yeah. hear this. 
And so I'm doing this joke. Nobody cares, right? I'm getting heckled from like all sides. I'm trying to handle it. And at one point, I'm just like, all right, what do you guys want to talk about? And one guy yells, Trump. Another guy yells, MAGA. And they start to build the wall chant during my set, right? They're like, build the wall. Like they wanted to build a wall around you. It was taco night at this bar, by the way. These people are eating dollar tacos while screaming, build the wall at me. All right. And I'm just like, all right, guys, thank you. I eat the dick for the rest of the, like, whatever, 15 minutes I had to do. I get off. The next three comics after me eat, like, an immeasurable amount of penis. Like, it was, <laughs> it was gargantuan. It's like the picture of that black guy that's been popping up all over the internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. Right? It was, like, dick loaf. It wasn't just dick. Okay? <laughs> it was dick loaf. Guy. Oh, my God. And these guys are just, and we're just, and then the last guy goes up, and he does well. And he and you know everyone's just like oh you're so great I'm like it took four comics just bashing their face against this crowd for them to warm up enough to like half of this guy's set and you're gonna I was just sitting there I was so mad like that I even did this like I did this as a favor you know I couldn't I couldn't I was so pissed yeah no shit dude I hate it when but you know what's fucked up is at the same time that gets me mad I also think every time that happens like ah. These motherfuckers didn't come for this. They didn't even know it was a show. So I stopped going um, to do shows, places where people don't know there's going to be a show. I decided, you know what? I don't need this shit. Because it doesn't help you in any way as a comic if they're not listening. You're not practicing anything. No, but everyone has had that point in their career where they're like, as many shows as possible because i got to get as much practice as possible. And yeah. shows in shitty rooms are really... Yo, how are we do you losing? really want to do this? Because everything's peach and gravy, you know. What the fuck, internet? Yo, I feel like we can't have you being on video and audio at the same time. Uh, Your shit works. can't handle it, Alex. We can't. Ha- I told you already. We can't have anything nice in my city. Yeah, it's well, it's Chicago, dude. Look, your internet's slow, but at least you're not getting shot right now. So you, you're hey. you're living in the better part of Chicago. <laughs> There's a silver lining, to dude. After thing. after I left you last time, I went to Toronto for a little bit. Yeah, how's uh, that? last summer and uh i was talking to my friend i was staying with him he's like yeah man toronto's gotten really bad we had like what was it it was like we've had like 30 deaths in the city due to gun violence this year and i'm just like haha that's cute that's a weekend in chicago sir bro we looked it up it was in august august wasn't done yet and there were already 78 gun deaths in my city (laughs) yeah dude chicago's on another level chicago's fucking scarier than iraq yeah, that, I mean, that Chirac thing you Chirac, know, that came yeah. out, that terrible-ass movie. Yeah, what is Chief Keef doing right now? Is he still in Chicago? I think he left, right? Oh, he left. A lot A lot of these guys leave. Kanye left. I mean, Kanye loves the city more than he comes back to do the Sunday service every once in a while. But, you know, it's not like these people live here. They all live in California where it's fucking nice weather. Nobody wants to fucking live here. You know the problem is with California? Great weather, yeah. fucking awesome comedy clubs, but a lot of Californians. So that's uh, that's always an issue. Yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, I thought they were nice, but like there was a lot of people there that just kind of like weirded me out. It had like a lot of weirdos there in California. Yeah, there's weirdos everywhere, but California, anywhere nice and um, where there's like media where people go to become stars, you're gonna find some fucking weirdos. Poseidon, did we lose your video too? Oh, no, 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 I took it off. I took oh, it off for no. a minute. What is happening with this podcast? We're fucking you over. Oh, this no, shit's no, going no, off the rails. I'm, I'm, no, no, no. I'm just doing something. It's going to be an amazing audio version. 
But yeah. the video is going to be so confusing. <laughs> Do you have an animator? On my hands. It's just me talking to two screens. Draw a little stick man for me. It's not very difficult. I'm bald and white. He just a circle. Oh, there's Poseidon. Poseidon, are you going to sit at your desk now? Oh. There, sit and turn That's it around. Be, be widescreen. Like the like me. Turn it to the side, your phone. Ah, uh, yes. Yo, yes, yes. what's this? Better? Yeah. And Alex is like our ghost How did partner. I just become more handsome? That's not true. <laughs> That's a lie, sir. I love that the schedule behind you is empty. Yeah. No, nobody works. Yeah. <laughs> well, the nice thing is that I'm I'm naked now, so like that's like you know. Yeah. And no, how do you know what I'm doing over here? Take, <laughs> take some dick. Take some dick pics. Alex is using this as an excuse to jerk off live. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, that's why, why, why my internet was so slow. Yeah. <laughs> But Alex, before this whole thing popped off, how was the Chicago scene? I was gonna ask you, how's Chicago comedy? Good. Healthy? Man, it was good to me. It was, you know, I was getting, I was booked all through April. Like March was slow for me. February was all right. January was good. December was good. Uh, a lot of times, it's not just the Chicago scene around here. You got to go around. You got to do Michigan a little bit. You got to do Indiana, Wisconsin, uh, Rockford, like smaller parts of Illinois. Like if you really want to make a little bit of money, you got to get the fuck out of it. Because for the most part, like. Chicago there's just two there's 2,000 plus comedians here and they're like it's like harder to break through so you got to really get your own thing going yeah it's the same thing everywhere it's the same thing here I did they ever yeah, call you back you ever you ever heading back to Canada um they've never they never got back to me and uh you know I wasn't too happy with how it ended last time but you know oh, I, I remember it is, that. it is what it is you know come here come here I mean, it's my dog going crazy We'll see. I asked you about opening for you, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, dude, I had uh, all kinds of shit planned. That's what I wanted to talk to you about the other time we were before, when we discussed to do this show together. Mm -hmm. um, and now, I don't know, everything's fucking just up in the air. I have no idea what's going to be happening. I know. I, was gonna I lost a lot of gigs. Yeah, I was going to be up there in June for a wedding for in Toronto for my friend. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, so now I don't know what's going to happen with his wedding. Well, you know? I, I know that my booker's working on stuff now for because I was supposed to be in Toronto April the 25th. And okay. then right before Corona, actually, that got fucked up because the booker double booked. So they were, we already started selling tickets. Like, they went up on sale for my show. And then mm -hmm. we found out the guy's like, we made a mistake. We booked another comic from the States the same time, same day. And he's like, if oh. it was another Greek guy, it's not me. No, it wasn't another Greek guy. Uh, but I told my booker, it's okay. Uh, just as long as he refunds the tickets, uh, that's fine. Because... I understand that it's harder for the guy from the States to come, mm -hmm. you know? So for me, we just book another date. We'll go back to Toronto. So just mm -hmm. to leave it at good terms. And the guy said he's going to figure something out for us. So that was fine. And then Corona hit. So I, I don't think I would have been able to do it either way. Dude, who knows when it's going to open again? Dude, the, the borders, the tricky part, because I had shows May 1st, two shows in uh, New York. And we're supposed to do there, uh, go down there with Mike and do a couple of big podcasts at the same time. And I can't see us going down there. I, not even like legally. I don't think the borders are going to be fully open yet. Uh, May 1st, the way it looks. So that's pretty fucking scary. This might just be an excuse for Trump to never let anybody in. Like from now on forever. Just the way he likes it. And at some point, you know, he's going to ship everybody off who's not white. And then there's just going to be so much more land for him to rent out as a hotel. <laughs> but who's he going to rent it out to if no one's coming in? White people. <laughs> just, he always wanted to rent to. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, he was a slumlord in New York. Yeah, I know what he was. <laughs> I know who he is, man. I didn't vote for the motherfucker. I voted for Barack Obama four times, two times with a fake ID, two times with a real ID. That's absurd. Okay. 
You're ruining yeah, democracy. You're Fuck ruining that. democracy. Fuck that. Fuck that. These motherfuckers rigged that goddamn system so goddamn hard. It's almost impossible I have a question. If they rigged the system, then how did Obama win two times in a row? Why is the because system only we, rigged when you lose? Because they wanted him in there. Because they needed to do this so that they could fuck us over twice as bad the <laughs> next four to eight years. If you ever look at it, they're like, oh, we let the Clintons go. Whatever. The economy was doing well. George W. Bush tanks it. All right, we got eight years of that. Let's let let's let him have a black guy. Let's have let him have Barack. He's well spoken. He's a nice guy. No no nothing. Boom, everything's going great. We have success. Look at that, a bear market. Trump. Now you know what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get after we gave you eight years of a wonderful black man. You're gonna get motherfucking Trump. But you know That's what's great? You keep saying you had a wonderful time. Two thousand and eight, because of what was going on in the stock market there, and it crashed. The whole world tanked. Why don't? Yeah, why aren't people mentioning George that? George W. Bush. Well, know, it was, it was thanks to Dick that. Cheney, really. But yeah. dude, he, well, yeah, of course. I mean, we're talking about public <laughs> like that. But you're talking about like this man is. Uh, he pulled us like him. The whole, you know, they, a lot of a lot of plans and actions that started during the Bush campaign, but like were really brought to fruition during his campaign and like his moves and stuff like that helped keep this economy going for such a long time. And now. It's like, oh, did you enjoy, you know, eight years of like everyone being cool and we were moving forward with progressiveness and stuff like that? Bam, Trump, grab her by the pussy. Oh, did you like the economy? Bam, son, only I'm making money in this stock market. You know what I'm saying? Oh, coronavirus, the only person that's going to make at masks is somebody that is married to my family. Oh, snap. You know, some shit like that, man. Like, that's just America right there. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, dude, as long as you guys don't give up your freedoms right now. You'll, you'll be fine. You'll get through this. But a lot of you fuckers are dying because uh, there's not enough testing going around. Dude, yeah, my uncle is uh, my uncle's in the hospital right now with it. They had to put him in a medically induced coma because he like couldn't calm down. How yeah. old is he? He's 50. Fuck, dude. Is he, is he at risk? Does he have a, a immunocompromised system? No, he was a very healthy person. And he's, it still uh, fucking kicked his ass, right? Still kicked his ass, bro. He, they rushed him from one hospital to a different one because they didn't have enough beds or ventilators. Right. Fuck. And so now they had to put him in a medically induced coma because he couldn't stop coughing so hard. His wife caught it. His one of his daughters he's got three daughters. One of them caught it. They don't know how it got to them, you know, but hey. By the way, yo, so I don't mean to interrupt. I got to let you boys go. Go get the fuck out of here. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Poseidon. Go fuck yourself. Poseidon. <laughs> All right. Let's see, Alex. Let's see if your video works now. Yeah, dude. Come on. Maybe it was just too much for your internet to handle. He had to watch his fucking face too. It was doing it the other day when I did, when I did one of those group face chat things. Yeah, so, well, because the bandwidth is a lot. I, I uh, I'm lucky. Before all this shit happened in this building, I got a special for a gigabyte uh, data, like upload, download shit, or whatever. So it's like really heavy duty. It's like, <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, you see, you're fucked up again. God damn it! Oh. So we're going with no video. We're going with no video, oh. Alex. Oh. I have God to damn. move my laptop or something, bro. Probably. Are you on Wi-Fi? Anyways. Uh, Are you on Wi-Fi, Alex? Yeah, I'm on Wi-Fi. Alex, get fucking, yeah. get hardline. Get connected for this kind of shit. Look, it's crazy, all right? Sports have come to a screeching halt. Basketball players were benched. Pitchers were forced off the mound. It's a crazy time, right? However, your friends of my bookie aren't going to let you down in this time of definite need for fun. So if you head over to mybookie.ag, they have casino games at mybookie. And you can play blackjack. You can play some poker. War, roulette, slots, and there's even more. I'm not going to go the whole list because it's a very, very long list. MyBookie.ag. You head over there now, and if you don't like video poker, right, and you miss poker, they have 24 hours a day live feeds of real casino dealers in their respective casinos playing live. 
It's crazy. It's like they've trapped these people for your enjoyment. And if you go to mybookie.ag and use the promo code Pantelis, that's my name, you get yourself a 150% initial cash bonus on your deposit. On your first casino deposit, that is. And you're allowed to pull out maximum up to $750 of winnings from your initial deposit. It's crazy. It's just crazy. You you go to mybookie.ag. If you're tired and you miss sports, you could even, they have esports. They've partnered up with esports people and they're streaming games of NBA 2K20. You could bet money on that. It's fucking crazy. We're living in the future. Mybookie.ag, promo code PANTELUS for your cash bonus. Remember, mybookie. You play, you win, you get paid. There he All is. right, and I got sunshine. I'm gonna rotate it this way. Look at that. All right, cool. All right. Hey. Hey. Back. hey See, we, we make things work. Like it's uh, honestly, me when I started doing it from home now, I had so much trouble the first couple of times, especially getting good audio. Even though I had the mic set up, everything was fucked up, and now finally, I figured it all out. You got like soundproofing back there when I was doing my podcast. I had to go to like a studio. And they were like, we had to like wait in the minute because there's this loud ass air conditioner that would turn on like every like oh, so often. No, just that there's no one else here. So there's no noise coming from around the house. So okay. the, we don't really need it. Plus I got this mic here. It kind of gets rid uh, the preamp that I'm using here. It, it gets rid of any outside sound. So um, like if I turn it off now, you're gonna be able to hear like, you know, all the sounds of the house or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it helps. It- is the ultimate like podcast dream to get sponsored by a microphone company so that you get like free equipment and stuff like that? I, I've thought of shit like that, but then when you when you're already doing a podcast and they're willing to sponsor you, you've already got the equipment. <laughs> so it doesn't. I just I, what I like is when it's something that uh, I know about and I'm good at. Like now, like I know my bookie, they're, they're going hardcore because they want to sell uh, their casino online since people stopped placing bets on sports because they don't exist right now. Um, and I like them. They've always been good with me, uh, the my bookie guys. But I'd love to get like a video game, like uh, a new video oh, game yeah, comes out, and I would sick. advertise for that because uh, you know shit that I like. Except if the video game's terrible. Could you imagine if they offer good money, but it's like a shit game? And I'm like, oh god. Yeah, play Fallout seventy six. Yeah. Oh, oh fuck boy. yeah, exactly. We're having a good time. <laughs> you thought I said Fallout four? I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I said seventy six. I'm sorry, guys. We got to pay the bills. Warcraft 3 Reforged. They may give you your money back. <laughs> that's is uh, is Warcraft shit? World of Warcraft right now? I thought that's still people are still playing that. Okay, so there's two there's you're talking about two different things right now. Warcraft Reforged, they remade Warcraft 3, but they did it in a really bad way. Like they lied up that they were going to do a bunch of stuff and then they didn't. And then Warcraft, World of Warcraft, which is their MMO, yeah. um is still going. It's 12 years strong like more 14 and that's still hardcore that's a money maker probably oh yeah there's millions of players that play it and and you have to pay a subscription every month so and then what they did this is what i jumped back on for a couple months it was warcraft classic where they brought it back to like vanilla warcraft where it was just like the first time that you logged on and everything can kill you and you can only get it's so hard and i just remember being 14 years old all over again and then i remember how frustrated i got and then i was like oh this is why i stopped playing and i just like walked away from it Oh, does it get really frustrating? Yeah, if you die again. It's like those new, um, you, you know, Dark Souls? Mm-hmm. So I have like a Neo, the first one. It's very yeah. Dark Souls-like game. Uh, I like Samurai, I like all that shit, but these fucking games are so clunky and difficult. And th- they're meant to be that way. They're meant to murder you, and then you have to go back and try again. And after yeah. a while, you don't because you don't have the same free time you did when you were a kid, where you could spend six hours and just try to beat it. You just get so frustrated, you stop playing. 
Can you you ever you ever tried playing? I don't know if like your girlfriend or anything like that, but like you ever tried playing like one of your favorite video games in front of them? And sometimes like if you play like Dota like I do or something, or like or like when you play online your soccer games, yeah, like, babe, I can't I can't pause. Like I can't like I'm, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah 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 twenty minutes into this and she's like trying to talk. I'm like I can't listen to you. I'm trying. I, I gotta focus. I can't pause. Just pause. I can't pause the game right now. And you're getting so frustrated. Yeah, that that's like that. That's the whole experience of. Uh, well, she gets it. I don't get. It doesn't have to come to that level. She just knows. She's like, "Are you playing online right now?" Like she'll ask, and then if yeah. I'm online, she knows. She's like, "Okay, I'll talk to you in a bit." Uh, and if I'm offline, she's like, "Pause, pause. I got something funny to tell you." <laughs> At least that you got an angel right there. She understands. Yeah, she gets it. She gets because I also don't like. Um, I used to when I was young, man. I worked in video games before for years. I was working at EA and stuff. So, so my whole life growing up, I was very involved in video games. I loved video games. Uh, and then I went through a period of years where I stopped playing everything completely. I was just so detached. I was like, I I, I think it was making video games, being in that world. It's kind of like when you're at a restaurant and you keep seeing the food get made, you get tired of it. I think that's yeah. what that's what Is happened to me. Is that why you play Pro 11? Yeah, I think Pro Evolution Soccer, I play so much of it because I, uh, I mean, I never, like I worked on FIFA. Like years ago, I remember when I first started working in, in testing, one of the first games I ever got to test was FIFA on like all kinds of different platforms. Uh, and I hated it. I hated the stuff that they weren't doing that they should have done, you know? So all that stayed with me. I was like, I, I could see the shit that they're fucking up on as opposed to the polish that they're trying to put. Uh, whereas Pro Evolution Soccer, I always liked it because it played better. It played like more realistic. And uh, yeah, so mostly what I'll play is soccer because it's simple. I'll pop it in, play a game or two, and then I could get out. I need a game with a really good story to really captivate me now. So, like, I love Metal yeah. Gear, but the latest one, I don't know if you ever played Metal Gear 5? Metal Gear Solid 5? No. no. Dude, it's a great game, but it's not a Metal Gear game. And it's it's weird. It doesn't, it's like this weird, doesn't go anywhere type of mission shit. Well, it's, uh, everything's got to be open world. Now. Yeah, it's, it's open world, yeah. Um, yeah, everything has to be open world. Why, why have a linear game? I don't why agree with that. Why have a game with, like, a great story? Yeah. You know? I don't agree with the open world thing. I think certain games should be open world because that's it fits into the narrative. Mm-hmm. But not every game has to be open world. I think that's just cra- everyone's just trying to copy the GTA feel. But you don't have to yeah. have open world for everything. No, you don't. And, the, and the, here's the, the another thing about the GTA thing and a lot of these huge games that are coming out is that like you make this huge world, but there's this much to actually do in it. Yeah. So most of it is empty. So I'm just like, oh, you get to drive around in GTA. You better enjoy that driving because you're going to be doing a lot of it. But in GTA's defense, at least you can always find random shit that has nothing to do with the main story. You'll yeah. go super far out. You'll find a farm. There's a story there. There's people. There's char- That I like. I like that they put that much attention to detail. But all the competitors don't do that. It's just a no. big empty space. I mean, do you, did you see like how much money it cost? Like, what was it a quarter of a billion dollars to make that fucking game? Yeah, I, I thought it was it was a couple hundred million. million dollars just to make it. Yeah, yeah. And so I hope they get their money back, and that's why they keep re-releasing it and all this stuff, dude. Why do you think they keep re-releasing Skyrim? It's because people would buy it. Yeah, you know, On different Skyrim's platforms. a big ass game, but it's like almost eight years old now. Like, it's time to go. It's time to move on to the next thing. Where's Where's my next gen? Yeah. You know. You you excited for the next gen stuff that's coming out, like the PS5 and shit? I am. I switched to computer a while ago, so like the whole like Xbox PS like thing didn't really affect me. But I'm a big fan of like what I I love seeing what they can do with them because like yeah. you'll see when like when the system first comes out and then when the system's about to be done, like the difference in games that they're producing, like the quality of it. Yeah, you they know, get what so they really good at it. They can push the system with you know. Yeah. I have a good PC because it's uh, I use it for like video editing and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and but I and I have a couple of games on it from Steam. I could be gaming hardcore on it. I just don't. Um, I don't know. I'm not as into it as I was before. Uh, but I still prefer console gaming. I like not having to worry about do I have the right specs. I know that if I buy a game for it, it'll work on the, on the system. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I like I that. I bought this Xbox game. I hope it'll do my monitor right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and then now with the way PC games are too, you'll get some really hardcore shit, and then you'll pop it in, and you're like, oh, wait, I can't even play this. My my computer's not going to run this bitch. <laughs> or it'll look that like shit. I happened to my friend yesterday. He downloaded a... We, we play... So I have like a game group, and we, we meet up every Thursday, but we haven't been able to because of corona. And... uh these motherfuckers like they want to get online and we've been playing uh deep rock galactic what is which that is kind of a it's it's like a game where you play four dwarves and you have to go and mine some stuff aren't they called little people back. now huh aren't they called little people now they don't like to be called dwarfs or midgets no 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 they're, they're, they're uh dum-dums yes yeah. <laughs> we're four dum-dums yeah no these are actually like dwarf dwarves and like you uh and like you, you're in space and you're mining stuff and you're getting attacked by giant bugs and stuff like that. And it's like Minecrafty because you can destroy like the whole world and stuff like that. And oh. it's like, it's it's pretty cool. But like he downloaded, we made him pay thirty bucks. He downloaded it and he couldn't even fucking play it. Like how it was it his PCs shit or yeah, was it PCs the game is shit? Okay, it's a little shit laptop. <laughs> he's trying to run fucking he, games. On he, it. he didn't think about it. He's like, I got this. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, my friends are playing this. Of course I'll buy it. <laughs> so when you guys normally meet, what do you do? You meet in person? Yeah, we we've been meeting for like over ten years now. We meet sometimes we play Dungeons Dragons, sometimes we play a lot of different board games, sometimes we just uh, we'll we'll just hang out. You know, no you guys deal. were able to consistently meet for ten fucking years every Thursday. Get the fuck out of here! How the hell is that I don't, possible? I don't do. I rarely do shows on Thursday unless it's like a big show or like me breaking into a new spot. I don't do shows on Thursdays. I don't do mics on Thursdays. I don't do any of that because you're keeping the the tradition of that day. Yeah, my one friend, he worked for a coffee place and told him that he couldn't work on Thursdays due to religious reasons, and they had to let him go. They let him go? So he lost his job? let him have Thursdays okay. off. Fuck. That much, huh? Hey, man. Where do you guys meet? Uh, we used to meet at this one guy's house, but then that house got, like, foreclosed on, so we moved to another guy's house. Which uh, it's like a basement-type thing. Like, we don't be, like, being above ground. <laughs> the sunlight and stuff like that you know it's no good for us gamers and how many hours do you guys spend together we meet about from, from like 7 to 11 every thursday we get dinner we hang out we talk about stuff what happened during the week smoke a little weed chill out man no big deal yeah, it doesn't sound bad at all i'm just surprised that you're able i know with my i mean we never had that with my friends but um even it's just hard to get together once every couple of months now to get everyone in the same room so to be able to get a day for 10 years that's fucking impressive yeah, I feel very blessed for having because uh, these guys—they're uh, good dudes. They're nice dudes. Bunch of and, nerds, uh, huh? Bunch of nerds. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like, okay. who else would meet up in in a basement to play Dungeons and Dragons? That's for what I was years? thinking. You know what I mean? Board games and shit. But nice guys, cool guys. Uh, I'm happy they're my friends, and I'm happy we've been able to meet. I, I feel a lot of dudes, especially bros, especially once you get one of the guys is married. Like, it gets very difficult as you get older to keep meeting. I'm surprised the guy was married. He still makes every Thursday. He tries. He makes like yeah, he makes like seventy five percent of them. This kid's like, I got a ballet recital. Shut the fuck up! The I gotta kill a Thursday. dragon. <laughs> fucking Thursday. Yeah, it's fucking Thursday. You stupid bitch. What did I say about Thursdays? It's game night. Where's my steak? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just being abusive because he he needs Thursdays <laughs> off. God damn. Oh, that's fucking pretty cool. What about the so the comedy scene now in Chicago? 
how do you guys have like um you have your own crew your own group of comedians you have the clubs that you frequent or is it pretty free-flowing uh for me it's pretty free-flowing a lot of people like to stick in the groups uh i found like i was trying that for a while and i didn't really like it because you end up going to the same places seeing the same people's sets all the time yeah and i have a very i don't have a poker face like you can very much tell when i've heard your stuff and i don't like it so i thought i was like people were like oh, this guy's kind of rude i'm just like oh man no like <laughs> I can't keep going to these same things over and over again. But like the way I get booked is like people who have known me over these years, like they book me and like the people who don't know me kind of don't. I've tried to go to like break in a few different clubs. I'm getting better and better, you know, with Comedy Bar and Laugh Factory and stuff like that. Still not too much from Zanies. Um, but, you know, I'm just going to keep plotting. I, I try, I'm trying to do it so that I don't really need them. But uh, at some point you are going to have to do like club work like i don't have a big following or anything like that so i can't just like host my own shows even though when i do that we get it's pretty it's pretty good is it hard to get a like are a lot of people in chicago on the comedy scene are they doing podcasts are they out there or yeah, are most there, just pure stand-up there's people there's so many podcasts yeah there's like a whole podcast there's like there's like three different podcasts like networks and studios that i can like name for you right oh now. shit really and they all have like a bunch of podcasts on them and, uh, you know, if that's how you want to break in, that's one way. I'm, I'm trying to figure out some other way. I, I just haven't figured it out yet. I mean, yeah. you could break in to stand up different ways, just be a good stand up. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. The, the hard thing is with, with the world being so small now because of the Internet, if you don't have an online presence, people can't know you. So let's say you want to go to another city. They're going to be like, well, who the fuck are you? It's like, oh, well, you know, I perform, you know, they, ha- they headline me at, I don't know, Zanies, everything. I'm like, all right, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But nobody knows you. Why would they come out and pay money? That the exactly. like that, that's the main reason why I started doing podcasts and getting out there is just to get that exposure, you know, let people see what you're up to, what kind of sense of humor you got, and it opens up more doors for you. Because you could be the best stand up in the world, but if nobody knows about it, you're gonna have trouble getting booked. That's my problem, man. Is just uh, I lack, I like the like, like I'm not the most sociable creature to begin with, and then like I lack like the ability to like go and put myself out there as much as I need to. So that's something I've been really trying to work on these like the past like few years. Cause I've been doing it for six years. I'm feeling like I'm a very good comedian, but as far as like people knowing me, it's not very good. Yeah. You're not, like, um, you're not out there. Achilles heel. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not out there as much as I need to be. That's the big, Jesus Christ. Come here. Come here. Here's neighbors walking around. She gets fucking pissed off. Um, that's the biggest thing right now for comics. I see that's the, the biggest Achilles heel is the self-advertising. Uh, because what's crazy is I don't even like it. Like, I love podcasting, but I hate posting on social media. I hate doing all that extra shit. But there's so much going on. If you don't, people are going to forget about you. They're not going to give a shit about coming to your show. No. But that's that's another problem with, like, only doing it within your city, though, is, uh, is like, okay, I, if I have six, seven shows a month, how many times can I invite the same people? You know, to the same, to yeah, yeah to see the same jokes. Yeah, no, I, that's why you got to get out. That's why, like, I had my nice little tour going right now. I was, uh, I kept practicing my hour different places. I wanted to film it. Uh, and then this kind of threw a wrench into my plan. But, you know, I'm going to adapt. Just extend the tour and extend the filming to later. Jesus Christ. Come here, what are you doing? Well, that's what happens with everything. I mean, I had a concert I was going to go to in uh, in May. And I, I now, got, now it's in December, which fucking blows. Oh, so they actually moved it? Yeah. You're lucky. At least they moved it. Most of my shit just got canceled. A lot of my April stuff got. I've only got two shows canceled in April. Everything for this month obviously got canceled. I had two shows in April already canceled. I'm worried about like the third and fourth that I got because I had like one every weekend, one or two every weekend, and I was like, now no, 
you know my and biggest like and then there's also going to be like this this thing that's going to happen afterwards where i remember i read a pretty good article about it it's like and when it's done comedy clubs are going to need to recoup their money right so who are they going to hire to come in probably the biggest names who also need work so those the lower guys like me are just going to keep getting pushed out because there's no reason to bring in somebody they don't know that's not going to really sell tickets when they can bring in like bigger names for less money just because these people need to work. I said that. I said that a lot of shitty comics too right now. So let's say if you go to the open mics or you go to the clubs and you're doing your sets, you probably do see some people that are, and I don't mean just quality, I mean like shitty people. Uh, a lot of them are going to die out now because the longer this goes, the more they're going to have to find other other work. And then when we get back to it, the first people that are going to be in the clubs are the people that the clubs know they're going to make money on and that they already know and they trust. So the good thing about this is it's a nice little fucking, uh, it'll it'll cleanse the palate a bit. It cull the weak, as they say, you know? And we need we need that sometimes. Sometimes you just how, need... How is the comedy scene up in Montreal? Because over here it's kind of like, uh, it's cutthroat, but it's pretty tight-knit. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say cutthroat. I mean, you always find assholes, but like, um, like me, for example, I, I love comics. I like comedians. I, I want to see comedians succeed. And I don't see it as, like, there's some people that see you always as a competitor. Uh, oh, I don't want this guy to get the spot. I should get it. But I, I see comedy differently because I, I don't feel like there's a limit. Like, if somebody's a fan of, of mine, there's no reason why they can't be a fan of yours. It, it doesn't make sense. There, there's, no lo- there's no law that says you could only watch one podcast. You can only go see one stand-up show. That's not a real thing. Your job as a comic is to be fucking funny and be good. Now, if you can keep doing that, get along with other comics, you build a nice little network, they know you guys, so they'll come see all your shows, even better, you know? But there's no there's no me being funny is not going to make you unfunny. If you're unfunny, that's why you're unfunny. Yep. So it's not... So I like to support, like, the people that I can. Now, there's there's toxic people everywhere. We do have some, some shitty, toxic people here, but... They, you know, you won't really see them at the clubs. They won't get booked at the clubs. Uh, they, they'll have their own satellite shows, a lot of them. Uh, and then there are some good satellite shows here that are, started popping up that rival the club scene, that are good. They have good people performing. They got a good fan base that goes to these shows. So there's like a lot of, of stuff building in Montreal that I'm actually really proud of. And there's I started getting involved in the French scene recently. Oh, started doing it in French. Nice. So much fun, dude. The 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 In Quebec... The, the culture of comedy, stand-up, is what you wish it was everywhere else. They treat stand-up comedians the way Americans would treat rock stars mm-hmm. on the French scene here. They really, they respect the fuck out of it. They'll you guys get you. respect over there? Oh, dude. On Not the, only health insurance, you guys get fucking respect dude, over there. Dude, on, oh on the French scene here, unrivaled. Like, the, the amount of respect, they're, they're, they're big into the arts. Culturally, like, Quebecers are different than, like, the rest of Canada. And they really value, they value culture, right? So they value the arts. But the mm-hmm. way stand-up is, because they've always been, like the, the Quebecers were always like kind of an outspoken people, you know? So they were always kind of pushed down a bit This back in the day, you know? So that stayed with them, that kind of rebellious attitude. So they see themselves more in comics. They're like, yeah, these guys speak their mind. When you need to fuck off, they'll tell you to fuck off. We like that. You know, they're not scared to give you their opinion. So that translated into turning stand-ups into big celebrities on the on the French scene here, you could just be doing French, and you could be a millionaire. And and you're doing God it man. just in one province in French and Quebec, because you'll do you'll do TV, you'll do all kinds of stuff here because they actually respect it. Whereas you go to all the cities in Canada, you get what you can in English. You know, writing gigs, uh, you'll do some stand up. You have to break out. Like I've been lucky. I get to go to the states. I get to go around Canada. I get to do a lot of different stuff. The podcasts. 
but it's mm-hmm. not like that for everyone. And I know it. Like I don't take it for granted. Like I appreciate it. That's why I started doing it in French too, just as another outlet. And I've been having the most fun. These these guys are like, you're like, oh fuck, this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Even the clubs, the French clubs, like the shirt I'm wearing, my buddy, my buddy's club. Um dude, unreal. The way the staff is there, like professional wise, the way they treat the comics, the way the green room is, just the way the people, the fans are, are there an hour early just to get seats and shit. It's uh, and it's you always mean sold it's out. A green room that's not also the liquor storage room. Yeah, no, no, it's an actual green room with a screen that you could actually watch the comics downstairs while they're on stage. They got that's couches. Nice. There's a fridge right next to the screen where you open up. They got beer, water, whatever you want to drink as a comic. There, trust me, completely. They know how to take care of comics. They, it's a different. I keep telling people like in English just to understand. Like if if you speak both languages, you and, and you're funny, you have to try it in French because it's the way it should be. You know, you're an actual artist. They really I'm respect jealous. comedy in French. I'm fucking jealous. Dude, I was lie. jealous when I found this out. I thought it was being exaggerated. Now that I, I'm in it, I get to experience it. There's no exaggeration. They're they're uh, at a different level. There's actually, it's pretty funny that you're wearing that shirt. There's an open mic I go to on Wednesdays. It's a late night mic. Okay, it starts at 1130. All right. Okay. Um, it's at a place called Bordell. Yeah. All right. Which is like this speakeasy style bar. So in order to get to this bar, you have to go into another bar, right? And then there's a door covered in like ivy and like fake leaves. That is the door. Like it looks like a wall, but it is. The I, door. I like this kind and of you shit. Go yeah. Up some stairs. It's all dark. There's like naked ladies painted <laughs> onto the walls and like taste like tasteful naked ladies, like bordel style naked ladies. And then like they serve like craft cocktails, and we do this mic for like again unsuspecting people, like they don't know what's gonna happen. They're out here trying to get finger fucked in this dark room, <laughs> and all of a sudden some dude's up here talking about like His why dick. Will Smith needs to stop making movies or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, dude, by the way, I like that kind of shit—the little sneaky, uh, like speakeasy style. I've only been to two of those in my life. One was in Montreal. It was uh, well, I called it we called it Secret Bar. I don't know if the real name was Secret Bar. But it it looked like, I think you're going up into a hotel. You, it's unsuspecting. And then there's a mirror. But if you push on the mirror, it opens up a door in the back. And it's a very small bar that fits like, let's say, 100 people, 80 to 100 people. That's and a small bar. Yeah. It's a small bar and it fits. Uh, and basically all the, it, it's a bit expensive. All of the staff is like dressed to the, to the nines. And they make all these special cocktail drinks. Like you just tell them what you like to drink. And they'll make you a drink based on you, what you like. So I had done that once, and that was a lot of fun. My buddy showed it to me. And then last year in February, I was in Toronto. One of my buddies, he's uh, he's on a Netflix show, and they had a premiere. So he invited me to go down there. And he had met people there, too, and went to this bar, which it's it's a regular it's like a It fits 20 people, let's say, okay? So we're in there, but you see that you're like, mm, it kind of doesn't make sense. The people that are sitting there don't look like nightclub people, you know? And then you see this hot chick will come out in a waitress uniform. She's like, what are you guys waiting for? They find out. And then once the time is ready, they'll bring you to the back. And what they do is there's a, uh, it's like a, a rack of wine and champagne. They'll open it. And then you're in another room, like a hallway. And then she'll talk to you about like the, the champagne or the wine or whatever you're looking at. And then there's a special bottle that she'll pull the liver and it'll open up another door and you what? get into this back place and it's fucking big too. There's couches, all kinds of music. There's like another club. It's like a blade type of shit, you know? And then in there, there's another secret room <laughs> behind a mirror. In there, there's another secret room. I remember behind a mirror and I was like, yo, because there was a guy standing in front of it. And I was looking at it, and I go to my buddy, I go, that's a fucking secret room. He's like, no, it's just a mirror. I go, nah, there's a fucking guy that's clearly a bouncer waiting in front of it. 
That's like a so then we were talking to the witch, like, yeah, that's a fucking other room. They have like a TV in there and you can go there. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Christ. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It's a fun experience, but it's not something I repeat all the time, you know? But no, because once like the, the mystery is gone, you yeah. know, at some place it's just like, oh, if I want to do cocaine, I got to go through like three different rooms, you know? Yeah, none of that's that's what. It, and also, I kind of ruined it for people because when we were waiting to, when we were in that secret hallway there, the girl asked. She's like, "So there's a secret lever in here. If you got where you guys think it is." And right away, I was like, "It's that fucking pink champagne bottle." And she's like, how? <laughs> "What a dick." Yeah, and she's like, "How did you know?" I go, "Well, it's the only one that looks like it. Like everything else looks like real, and there's a pink champagne bottle out of nowhere. It's clear yeah. that she's like, yeah, he's fucking right.'" And then she pulled it all like defeated. Because I guess nobody ever guesses it. But it was so obvious. It, it looked out of place. I was like, it has to be that. And yeah. So, but, but it was fun. But that kind of shit, for a comedy venue, that would be amazing if right now we start doing like underground comedy shows and you could find a place under a place or behind a place. And then, you know, you add that air of mystery because people are not allowed to gather anymore. You never know. Yeah, dude, if you do, uh, you could probably charge a lot too. Mm-hmm. Do some underground. You better have some good comedians because I swear to God, if I go, if I if I would risk my freedom. I w- my yeah, you wouldn't bring open micers. And you got fucking open micers up there talking dick jokes. I'll be fucking furious. What's the deal when you're talking about the water cooler, but the water cooler doesn't have any water in it? Oh, my God. I was just talking to my like, friend about this, my cousin. He, uh, I was telling him, like, I just I just am so already over the fact that as soon as I start going back to open mics and shit, I'm going to have to hear 10,000 coronavirus or yeah. what I did during quarantine jokes. Oh, it's gonna I'll learn how to dance. You should have learned how to write jokes, dickhead. Oh, my God. Like that should have been something you had two weeks and you joke, you still doing the same jokes and they're yeah. terrible. Come on. Yeah. I learned, I learned Pilates. Like, <laughs> God damn, you should have learned suicide and fucking save us from this. Oh man. That's going to, you're going to get a lot of those. Like I've been, I've been writing and I was like, okay, what I want to talk about Corona. I don't want to talk about quarantine. You know, I want to talk about like my thoughts, politics, shit like that. I want to avoid being like, wasn't it crazy? When we're in our homes where we already live. Like, motherfucker, really? Like, we've, we've been through this. Look, all these podcasts, we're talking about our quarantine. Why do we have to bring it up on stage? Dude, as soon as I get back, I'm going to talk about, like, you know what's really nice? Walking in the park. You know? Some, like, just some nice shit, you know? But it's going to be so dark about it. I'm going to be like, you know, I learned how to grow plants. I grew my own wheat, you know? Just- but we're assholes. You know how you know that we're fucking assholes as, as a society? Because... Um, our problem was a few months ago, people don't go out. We play too many video games. We're always on our phone. We're antisocial. And then the second they say stay inside, everyone's like, yo, let's go outside. I want to go to the fucking park. <laughs> Shut up. Shut the fuck up. That wasn't now the problem you, you had before. Park, you yeah, know? now you want to go to the park. Now you wanted to go to the park. You piece of garbage. This is how the French got them to eat fucking potatoes and shit like that. You <laughs> know what I mean? They were like, they try to give French the potatoes. And they're like, no, we don't trust it. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, this is the king's private potatoes. No <laughs> one's allowed to eat these potatoes. And they started stealing the potatoes at night. And everyone realized how good they were. So they started growing potatoes. And then they're like, all right, there you go. That's a good scam. One of the oldest tricks in the book, bro. Yeah, you got to trick people. But Maybe I think secret shows. Streaming services. That's why they did all this. Secret shows, I think, are going to be a thing. I think it's going to be big. I think you're going to have to get in on it. But I could get in on secret shows. I have enough locations. The only thing I'm thinking of is how do you limit the amount of rats? That is a a question because uh, we were having that issue with this one show we were doing where it was like before weed was legal, we were doing like an edible show. So they would like pay a hundred bucks and like you come in, you get a three course edible meal and then there was a comedy show afterwards. 
right? And I produced the show. The other guy who owned the place did the did the meal. And the problem was was like, you know, how do we stop people from blabbing about this and stuff yeah. like that? So like, I told the comics like that I hired. I'm like, legally, you can't say anything about this because it's illegal what we're doing, and nobody cared. Yeah, no one's gonna. The comics won't say it. they want to come there, have a good time, make some money. What I'm worried about is, let's say I decide once this blows over, but they only allow like I don't know, twenty people in a room or some shit. We start doing secret shows. How do I get the word out to specific people? Should I? Is it only people on my mailing list that Maybe. get the invitation? You got to do one of those secret show things that they used to do for like. Remember when we you were going like the clubs and stuff like that? Yeah. Like secret warehouse party. Like yeah, 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 yeah. The Password on some shit. You got to ask those guys. See how they did it. Well, but I again. We could do a, my my buddy did some secret shows once where he would only and he he'd basically send out the the um, email and be like there's gonna be a secret show, let's say 11 p.m. Friday right, mm-hmm. in the city but he would not release the location, and then like an hour or two before the show, that's when they get the emails like it's at this location this is the password if you're late even with the password you can't get in shit like that you know, so it's gonna have to go down like it's that, gonna have man. to go down like that but then um, what I'm worried about is some fucking person hates you rats you out cops show up with the password you know there's gonna be a lot of that it's fine it's weird it's like we're going back in time could be that could be also these little these little instagram rats as i like to call them you know they can't do anything without posting it on snapchat Instagram, and you know their friend's a cop and he sees it and he's like all right well you know it's not like he ratted you out it's just that he left it out in the open for you you know I yelled at a lady recently at a show, and um, then I was like, I'm going to see this online, but she actually didn't post it. She was recording me, and I felt it. You know, for like 30 seconds, I kept seeing her phone up like this, like she wasn't even being discreet. So then I just pointed at her. I go, hey, can you fucking put your phone down? Why do you have your phone on? This is fucking stupid. I, you better not post that shit. And then in the back of my mind, I go, oh, fuck, I'm going to get tagged in a post of me yelling at someone. <laughs> but she never posted it, so I guess she listened. Greek French comedian assaults woman verbally. Yeah. I like how uh, everybody in the states calls me a Greek French comedian. I'm not French at all. I'm a Greek guy. Uh, I speak French, but I'm not. French. But everybody, everybody speak, in the states, you speak in that Frenchy Frenchy, bro. Yeah, exactly. Everybody in the states is like a uh, Greek French comedian. Greek, he's a Greek French comedian. I was like, what the fuck does Greek French comedian mean? I'm not even a I'm Greek not. comedian. I'm a comedian who's Greek. I know that, yeah, but you like, know we that too. Sell you Pantelis. Yeah, we gotta. <laughs> we gotta sell them tickets. Nothing sells tickets like Greek French comedian. <laughs> How many Greek French comedians you know? One. One. It's not me though. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, like Mike, uh, my buddy Mike Ward, whoever tries like French comedian, English comedian, he's he's just a comedian. He's a good comedian. He speaks both languages, could do stand up in both. But none of his material has to do with the fact that he's French or English speaking. You know, He, he doesn't do like like me. You know how I remember we had this conversation in August when I was like, yo, I don't do ethnic humor. So yeah. I hope that they're not expecting me to go on the show and be like, what's the deal with long names? Like, I'm not going to do that shit. And I'm, uh, cause it's not the comedy culture I grew up in. No, it's not you either. Yeah. You know, not- that's what stand up is. is a purest reflection of yourself. Right. Yeah. And, uh, like yeah, they were like, we're hiring you for the Greek show. And I'm just like, so do I do like my other stuff? Like, do I, do I do like my, my, my darker material? Do I do my, like, my raunchy shit? Like, what do I do here? And if you remember, we actually had at the shows, it wasn't like a particularly Greek thing. It was just everyone, in, like it was just Ottawa comedy fans that came out. Yeah. So it had nothing like, to do, thank God. There was like three Greek people there. Yeah. Who got, who were like, oh my God, Greek, they're going to mention shit that we know about. And then we didn't. 
Because that's Relatable. how we that's how we play Material. the game. <laughs> Fuck those people. No. They follow me on Instagram. Remember, I love you guys. Yeah. Oh, dude, that, that that's uh before we before we go, that's a, that's the only advice I'm gonna give you. Consistency on uh, fucking online, dude. Because it's so hard to go anywhere now without them asking for your website, your social shit. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't have it, they don't take you seriously. Regardless of the quality of material, which yeah, I, I'm lucky that I was working on this shit years. I, dude, I, I had a podcast two years before I ever did an open mic. I started podcasting in 2010. And, yeah, and and in the beginning when I started doing stand up, a couple of months in, as soon as I got my first paid gig, I was like, I got to invest this money in a website. And and I start and everybody's like, ah, you're, you, you, why are you wasting your time? You don't need a website. You don't need to be on Twitter. Who's on Twitter? This was early, you know, years ago. Yeah. And I was like, nah, man, I don't think you guys see where this is all headed. Like, no one's gonna give the, the old system is n- not gonna work anymore, because of social media. And you know what changed my mind? I saw people on social media. Uh, I think it was Vine, that started. They were Vine stars that started selling out comedy clubs and other little theaters and bars. Mm-hmm. They were going different cities and they weren't stand-ups. And their act wasn't particularly funny, but it was entertaining to their fans because they got to see these people they saw on TikTok. So I was like, hmm, the game is changing. I don't think the regular uh, way up is going to work anymore. And it ended up, it took a while longer than what I expected, but it ended up going that way where now your social media presence, you could, clubs could hate you, let's say because of your material or for whatever reason, but if you, you're funny enough and you build a, a strong presence online and a fan base you don't give a fuck you go to another city you don't need to book the club you could book a bar for cheaper sell tickets and make more money and it's gonna yeah. be all your fans that show up so the old system of oh i gotta get in with the clubs and the clubs need to like me and you know i gotta move up in there um you don't have to follow that as long as you're, you're willing to dish out content and people get to see who you are and learn about you in different places because i know it helped me a lot the first time i was going different spots i had already garnered a bit of uh, notoriety online so i would have like 10 people here five people there that were part of the show and they would tell me after yeah i follow you on uh, instagram i listen to your podcast and i was like oh shit that's i can't believe you guys listen to it here and you know it was like either it was los angeles or uh I, when i went down to texas it was crazy two people that i found out would watch you drink minimum so they would ask me questions about mike and poseidon and i was like that's it's so trippy you know is poseidon a real person or is he just a pagan hector yeah, yeah people you know how many times people say is that a gimmick is he like that? No, I was like, no, no he's him. like that. You you met him in real life. You know Alex. You know he's like that. He's the fucking defender of Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's our last line of defense. Shit, man. No, but you're right, dude. This is the golden age for self-made people, to be completely honest with yeah. you. And uh if you if like me, I feel bad I'm not taking too much advantage of it. Um, but uh you know, it's just one like when I was trying to go when we were when I, when I did the gig in Canada with you, they were asking me for my website. I'm like, I don't have a fucking website. They're like, what's what's your press junket thing or what's your, you know, your, yeah, yeah. Send us your this. I'm like, I don't, I don't have that. I just have some clips and like my my written bio, and that I realized then, like, man, I'm so fucking far behind because it's not a matter of like how good you are as a comedian. A lot of times, it's how, how professionally you can portray yourself. Exactly. It, it's it's a dude. You hit it on the head, and also it just they want to see you. So um, like, uh, I, I've made friends with comics in different cities. Who like, hey man, you know, I, I, I saw you were coming, so I just checked out your videos, I saw your podcast, this and that, I let, you know, I found this funny, and we'll start talking, we become friends, 
And then, you know, we stay friends on Facebook or whatever. And then if I'm in their city, I'll hit them up. Or sometimes they'll message me, hey, we're doing this show. Or, hey, do you want to, can I jump on your podcast, talk about this? And you just make friends through comedy, but you need some kind of connection. If they don't know who, if they don't know you from a fucking hole in the wall and they can never even search for you, like let's say you're going to a new city. I'm like, oh, let me check out who this guy is. And they'll go online and be like, I have no clue who this fucking guy is. There's, he's yeah. nowhere. He's a ghost. It's some other dude who fucking sells brake pads in Florida. That has got 10,000 followers. Yeah, and I'm lucky. I'm lucky that my name is at least pretty unique. And uh, I'm the only one in comedy right now. Named, but that's why I get to use just one name. Um, at least in North America, I'm the only one doing it. So, you know, I'm the only Pantelis right now that, that I know of. So that helps me. You won't really find someone else. But for, let's say, fucking, I don't know, Ted Johnson, who started doing stand-up in Wisconsin... You go Google him, and there's fucking a thousand Ted Johnsons. You you got to differentiate. Let alone in Wisconsin. Yeah, they're all in Wisconsin. That's where (laughs) the land of Johnson. Yeah, all the Johnsons are there. (laughs) But it is Um, fucked. You're right, man. Anyways, so what? uh, I've already have you right now in the description. We got your Instagram, the real Alex T. Am I correct? Yes. Am I correct? The real, the real Alex Takanikas. Yeah. And people always fuck up your last name, I presume. It's it's yeah. Like when I first started, I just went by Alex T, and uh, I was having a conversation with Angelo Tsarukas, and he told me, you know, kind of he kind of insinuated that I was being an Uncle Tom about the whole situation, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay. So then I kind of, uh, yeah, I went with Alex Sakanikas from then on. And when I when I you know I I know they're gonna fuck up my name. Yeah. Uh, that's just going to happen. Like I did an all black show a couple of uh, weeks ago before this all started. Like literally I was the only white person in like a three mile area. And uh, she comes up to, a, a funny little side, but she comes up to me at the beginning and she goes, Hey, you know, you don't have to black up your act for the people. <laughs> is that what she's? <laughs> yeah. She's like, you just have to do your, I'm like, who is blacking up their act for these guys? Wait, wait, hold and on. It was, it was, it was, so yeah. I, do I not have to bring this gun to the stage or what's no, you tell I me. already wore Tim's. Yeah, I wore yeah, yeah. Tim's for this situation. And I did. It was part of it was a joke that I had. Uh, worked well. And that's why I'm mad it's summer already. I can't do my Tim's joke anymore, Pantelis. Okay. I can't do my joke about my But Tim's. she told you not to bla- listen, Greeky. Don't black it up, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Basically what she was she said it very nicely in a very professional way. But basically she told me, Hey man, you don't gotta you don't gotta chuck and jive. Like you don't gotta you don't gotta <laughs> But what if I want to? Shit. And so I did my act. They loved it. And then she booked me for April. And now who the fuck knows what's going to happen, you know? But, uh, yeah, I, I like them introducing me, Alex. Uh, a lot of people, like, try and then, like, give up. Yeah. And yet for some reason, they always know that my dad's name is Yorgos for some reason. I they know, know that your dad's name is George. They're like, they're like, yeah, your dad's probably named Yorgos or something. I'm like, my dad's name is Yorgos. Thank you very much. It's my like, middle name. God damn, that's fu- when I started, because yeah. I was using my full What's name, name? Paludacus. Oh. So I would get, you know, it's Pantel's Paludacus, and people would fuck it up. So then I made a joke out of it once because I was going on stage, and the guy's like, oh, I got this. He's like, Pen, bull. He's like, oh, shit. And, and you know, I was like, oh, fuck. So then, you know, you don't get on with the same momentum. But because he had trouble pronouncing it, the first thing I did when I got up is I looked at him confused, and I was like, yeah, uh, it's pronounced Steve. And then everybody started laughing. And then, um, I don't know if it was the same night or if it was that week, but I remember being in the green room at the Comedy Nest and another comic was telling me, dude, everybody needs, you know, their full name. You got to differentiate. But why are you pretending like there's another Pantelis out there doing stand-up and we're going to confuse you? 
Just go with one name, Pantelis. It's cool. It's one. Just do that. Why the fuck are you putting us yeah. through this? And at first I was insulted, but then I was like, wait, he has a fucking point. You, there's like in the city, especially, there's no one else. You can't confuse me. Plus, it looks nicer. You can't fit my full fucking name on anything. No. Like a marquee fucking website. Or, it's too much. So I said, you know what? Let me look. And then it turned out for the better. Everyone preferred it. Like, oh, this is fucking easy. One name. Pantelis. Well, all right. That's it's, cool. It's beautiful. Could you imagine if I had to do Alexander George Sakanikas on oh. a poster? Then, then what's left for the poster? Yeah, what's le- Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, who the fuck is this buffoon? <laughs> There's fucking way too much name here, bro. Yeah. You gotta it cut should that be shit down. AG, AGT. That's what it should be. AGT, baby. Yeah, I'm, I'm where it's act. Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna go watch act. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they're gonna follow you on the Instagrams. Uh, hopefully, you're gonna be posting. Uh, hopefully, people uh, check you out if they're in Chicago. And yeah, this whole thing blows some over real soon. I got some projects in the works. Uh, you can always check out with my friends, 5430 Designs. I do uh, sketches and small stuff with him oh, fuck. as well. 5430 uh, Design. 5430, yeah. It's the distance from Chicago to Kalamata. He's oh, a, interesting. It's like Greek-American, like comedy, clothing, you know, cultural memes, stuff like that. Oh, shit. I'll check it out, too. I'm curious. Because yeah, I know that culturally do. here, the Greeks were different than the Greeks in the States. The Greeks mm-hmm. in New York, Greeks in Chicago, they're, they're all different. So I, it does make me curious to check out what you guys are up to. He's, he's It's like those meme pages are talking to each other. I think like the big Greek meme pages talk to each other. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, what's going, you know, excuse me, are you Greek? Him, yeah, yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they, they, they all chat with each other. He, I know he's talked to that Sotiri guy, uh, you know, the guy that did Feta M. So Me, that song. Oh, yeah. What happened to that guy? I think he's an electrician or something now, but like he was, he just got tired of doing the videos or something. Yeah, so, I mean, it gets goofy. Plus, if there's no money in, in it, after a while, you just get tired. Hey, what's the point, right? What's the point? Yeah, it's you like you just, you just me. Just not really making any money, but you're doing it because you love it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fucking comedy for most, uh, <laughs> that's fucking for, comedy, for most baby. of your life. All right, so fucking Alex Takanikas, check him out. Uh, Alex, thank you for fucking being here, dude. It was goddamn no problem, amazing. Bro. And uh, thank you to everyone that was watching this live. I only went live uh, secretly and... You can catch me on patreon.com slash Pantelis to get all this shit early and PantelisComedy.com for everything else. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.